Hi, this is Zoe Rockavan with KYA Media Corp's podcast, and I'm here today with Connor Brumley and Hannah Hash. Uh, what were your guys' bill offer today? We were uh, Bluegrass 19, which is an act relating to the wellness of children with foster care. All right, why did you guys choose this as your bill? We know that foster care is one of the main institutions right now. We have over 10,000 children that are in foster care currently, more than 3,000 undocumented children. So we thought that that was an issue that 10 out of 10 needed to be addressed, especially the bill. And KYA is the best place to present current events and issues that you feel are do you guys have any personal experience with this? Any family or friends that you know, that you love, that you know have dealt with the suffering that comes with foster care? Yes, so um, I am actually became a foster parent last month, and she fostered um, two kids whose parents were yeah. living in poverty. She lives in Illinois, and so their poverty rates are around the same, around the same rate as ours. And um, her two kids were severely traumatized. One of them couldn't sleep in bed without socks on because she was so used to having rats stamp around the house. And so that was very traumatizing to her. But Connor, do you think Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know many of my friends whose parents um, are have foster kids and the stories you hear is just heartbreaking to think that someone could ever experience such like traumatic events. And I mean obviously there's people within our school or in our communities that you may not even know are foster kids, but to to even to even feel the fact that uh, they are not being appreciated the way they should be as a human is very heartbreaking as part of the reason what you guys said it's it's awesome like um i'm a very social person i enjoy being around people and just in my third period on wednesday a new girl um i'm not gonna say her name but she came to the school from another school in my county and that was her seventh home she's had a very hard time finding a place where she fits in she has a hard time with getting along with people so some people just don't want to even try like they just want an easy kid and sometimes that just doesn't happen Every kid's different, and a lot of foster parents don't understand that. Like, I guarantee there's people in our lives that we really don't even understand that go through the trauma and the pain that goes with it. Like, I can't even believe that. Like, I can't imagine having to wear socks in bed because I'm scared that a rat's going to come on me. Like, that's that's terrifying. Like, I'm very fortunate. I have two loving parents. I am. I have an awesome, incredibly weird little sister. Um, <laughs> But I enjoy spending time with her, and I couldn't imagine being taken away from her if something were to happen. Because, and it's not just from having, like, and I understand, like, with foster care, it's not just from having abusive parents and um, parents that aren't there that just don't show up. It also could be if, like, your parents have passed away, which right there you automatically get trauma. And it's also miserable for the kids that are older. Like, for me, I'm 15. I guarantee if I were to go into the foster care system, I'd be less likely to get a home that's stuck because they wouldn't want a kid that's so old. They're not thinking that they can create a connection with me, and it makes it really hard for them to build character with the kid and change them. Maybe they're too set in their ways, and it's really difficult for families like that. Um, is there any statistics or anything that you guys can give us about all of this stuff? I mean, uh, I mean, as previously mentioned, there's over 9,000 children foster care in Kentucky, and um, 80% of those who report abuse in foster care, most of them come from their adopted families, which is why the average placement rate in the nation is three placement movements, but in Kentucky, that can range anywhere from four to eight 
uh, normal movements, which is just like shocking considering how much they've endured. I mean, imagine being put into the foster care system at the age of four and spending 12 years of your, I mean, say eight years of your life in eight different homes. Like just the instability of not knowing where that next meal is going to be, not knowing who that next parent's gonna be. So it's really, that was very shocking to find out. And as far as um, statistics what happened, <laughs> life after foster care goes, um, we also learned that about 20% of foster kids will become homeless after the age of 18, and that around 50% of foster kids will not be employed by 24, and that less than 3% of foster kids will end up earning a college degree after they're removed from their homes. Additionally, there's also 25% that will inevitably experience PTSD from trauma they've endured, abuse they've endured, or any other situations that have been severely traumatizing to them, and of course their mental stability and their mental and I'm glad you mentioned um, the stuff about how most 18-year-olds, whenever you know they get out of the foster care system, there's a lot that goes on and a lot of things that they can't achieve because of being in the foster care system. Um, but are you guys aware that there's another bill that is very similar to you guys's? Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. Bluegrass 15 is one of my favorites. Shout out to Bluegrass 15 people. Um, it's an act relating to providing housing and food vouchers for people aging out of foster care. I think something that's super crucial in, as we mentioned the statistics, is that coming out of foster care is one of the hardest parts of the foster care system because currently the state of Kentucky has no um, statutes, statutes in place to um, have any sort of supplement or any benefits to those who have experienced foster care. Um, they say um, providing food stamps and free housing utilities, like that's all super important considering how these people have grown up and considering they've endured the worst aspects of life and having that instability, as I mentioned, uh, it's just blue rest routine, love the bill, and I hope it goes for Yeah, I also want to reinstate that everything that Connor said, it was all absolutely true, but it also directly ties in with our bill in addition to providing even more resources for foster kids to come out. It's kind of like we're prepping them for that release and then they're aiding them afterwards with any transitionary problems that they may. I definitely think it's remarkable, and this is kind of, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but the, show's fo uh, the show fosters, it does show an insight on how several different kids get treated based on their personality and characteristics, and I'm sure whenever they become 18, and they hardly even know their personality, their characteristics, because they haven't had time to grow to find the things that they love, and it's miserable, because I've had so much time to flourish with my family, and realizing the things that I love, like I personally plan on getting a doctorate's degree in law. So most people that are in foster care that have a really, really hard time even getting a C in a class because of the moving in, moving around. And the person that I was talking about earlier that came to my school that was in my third period, they're actually supposed to be a sophomore this year. But sadly, because of transferring so much, they went to a school with a different kind of curriculum and different um, standards that they had to meet and they didn't fully meet my school so they had to be held back a year and that's pretty common with foster kids and sometimes they have a hard time even simply getting through high school so it's so difficult for these kids to go and i don't know how they can do it and they're so strong for the kids that are able to function and get out of this stuff when they're 18 and they're put out on their own like and some people that just do this to get the government funding and the money and they don't use it on the kids and they don't worry about the kids they just want the extra money for themselves is disgusting. I don't know how people can really function doing that, but 
it's a fact that when these kids come together and they feel the strength and to do it on their own when they become sec- uh, successful business owners, um, great employees, whether it simply be working at McDonald's or one day owning your own company. No matter what they do, if they can get out of the foster care system and work their way up, it's amazing. And not saying that all foster care homes and adoption processes are always bad, because they're definitely not. I have a another friend at my school that actually was in the foster care system that is now at a very loving home. Has gone through some stuff, but is has found the perfect fit. It, we can find it, but it's harder for the kids, and it's I just I could never imagine having to go through that stuff. And a lot of people can't, and like that's why a lot of kids don't even talk about it. Like I don't go around talking about every bit of trauma that I have, and I guarantee a lot of kids that go through all this stuff aren't going to go sharing every single bit of stories that they have. And that's why not a lot of people think about this stuff. You can be going around to a kid that has their little sister with them, walking in a grocery store, you judging, thinking that uh, something's wrong with them, that they don't know how to do anything. Maybe it was a teen pregnancy, or maybe they just don't have parents that care enough about them. Like, if you don't know the whole story, we can't really judge. And the fact that I know COVID has definitely had have some sort of impact on this. Um, do you guys know anything about how COVID has impacted all this? Oh yes, absolutely. As far as um, carrying capacity, carrying capacity regulations have gone, foster homes have really, really suffered kind of the most from that. They have to be able to limit their carrying capacity so they still meet the health and safety guidelines of the public. But at the same time, loving foster care homes that are trying to take in as many as they can and have the funds to do so, don't have the space to do so. And so instead, we're sending children off to like secondhand foster care homes that maybe don't have the best intentions or as much commitment as other ones do. So. COVID has definitely impacted foster care homes a lot more than the media realizes and a lot more than we realize as well. Yeah, I mean, COVID has impacted all of us in a crazy way. It's been a crazy two years. But yeah, definitely what Hannah said about carrying capacity. I mean, a lot of these homes, or what we've seen and researched and heard, is that a lot of these homes, like with good intention, are taking in eight, ten kids, and there's just there's no space in a two-bedroom home to have eight to ten kids it's just it's just impossible and we're hoping that with our bill um it that helps with that and with those welfare standards one of the criterias will be carrying capacity to ensure that not only is the foster kid getting adequate care but making sure that the foster child is having a comfortable living environment But yeah, I'm so happy that you guys have done this bill. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm so happy that you guys are participating in this. And this is my first uh, KYA. I'm super excited about this. I definitely plan on doing it uh, several more times, as many as I can, really. Um, But it's just, it's been a super good experience. I'm really happy that you guys were here um, uh, letting me interview you today. I really appreciate it. Um, It's going really well for my first time. I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you to Connor and Hannah for being with us today. Um, I really hope you guys' bill goes far, and I hope you guys get all the recognition that you deserve for this. All right, thank you guys so much for uh, being here for the interview today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We love the media team. (laughs) All right, thank you. That is it for today's podcast.